Hey everybody and welcome to this episode of Duddies Your Buddy, Foundations on Sand. First off, happy Independence Day everyone. Thank you to all my American human beings and canines in the armed service and to all my non-US listeners. Have a great safe day and thank you so much for tuning in. We've all heard the saying, right? Don't build a foundation for a house on sand. You're setting yourself up for failure. In the formidable years of our childhood, is our foundation. It can really mold the rest of our lives. That's why it's important to treat kids in those formidable years very well. Treat them with morals, respect, and discipline, and make sure they understand these things. Really beat it in there so they know what's right, what's wrong. Set that foundation the most solid of bedrock. That way, when the child grows, the house is solid. It's 1,000 times harder for a child to come up off a sand foundation of non-teaching, neglect, or abuse and turn that ship around their teens or 20s. Some do, and my hat's off to those people. To have your entire existence be against you as a child and turn into a good person is a very Herculean task. One of the things I see people doing to children that we need to better is body shaming. The definition of body shaming is huge. It's a very vast definition, so let me elaborate what I mean. I think it's ridiculous that people body shame someone like Adele or Rebel Wilson who are heavier, but now they're not. To shame someone bettering their health, body, and lives is insulting and should not be done in any circumstance. If you have nothing good to say, just keep your mouth shut. Likewise, I think it's not ridiculous, but weird, is putting morbidly obese people on the covers of magazines and saying, if you're not attracted to them, you're a hater or a bad person. You don't need to say anything negative about them or their appearance, But I'm sure people in an anonymous poll are more attracted to a lean and mean Chris Hemsworth or Scarlett Johansson versus individuals at 300 pounds and 50% body fat. It's just facts. Humans like what they like. There's nothing wrong with that. And we shouldn't shame people for bettering themselves or equally shame people for liking what they like. However, I'm talking about body shaming children in general. I, for one, have not seen a child come out of the womb ripped and ready to hit the fitness stage. There's a reason why people call it baby fat. The child's body is forming and fixing itself in the best way that biology can see it do. Remember, we think of terms of aesthetics. Women like to be lean but have curves in their butt and their breasts. Men want to be zero fat, six pack abs and strong arms. That is aesthetically pleasing, pretty, handsome. Why is it so hard to look that way? Well, because our bodies think in terms of survival and convenience. If we have fat on our bodies, we are all set in a survival situation with no food. That's why it's so hard for us to get lean. Unless someone is genetically gifted, it takes a lot of diet, exercise, and dedication. When it comes to kids, I think we should take a step back. If your child is eating healthy and is active, but still has a little chub or baby fat on them, let's just chill out. I was a fat kid. I was made fun of severely for being a fat kid. Not just from my classmates, but from family members. I had a brother. He called me Fudge Ripple. I had cousins that would grab my, to quote them, fat tits, and ask me when I was going to start lactating. When it came to support from the parental unit, let's just say it was lacking. I would be told, your belly's getting bigger, or would get made fun of doing things like jumping on a diving board because my boobs would bounce. I'm not trying to make this the woe is me podcast, 
Where I'm taking this is my body foundation was built on quicksand. I'm 37 years old, and I don't want to use the word suffer, but experience extreme body dysmorphia. The sad part is, I was a lot leaner in junior high than I was in elementary school, but I was still a little chubby. I was an athlete, and we didn't have an overabundance of food, so there was no logical reason, but I was. When I hit the ninth grade, I became a beanpole. One would think this would help the self-image issues, but instead, it made them worse because I got serious about lifting weights because I wanted to be a professional wrestler. But instead of the fat criticism, the body shaming morphed from the parentals as to, oh, you lift weights, but you're so weak if I couldn't lift something outlandishly heavy on the farm. Up until I stopped going to Maine, I would still hear things like, your legs are too skinny, don't you train legs? Oh, you look like you lost weight, you need to go to the gym more. Or, oh, you gained weight, jeez. Those people that say, well, being hard on you made you turn out okay, and it made you tougher. Well, that's true, but that's as narcissistic as a physical abusive parent taking credit for their kid becoming a boxer that can take a punch. Even the other day when talking about wrestling gear, I suggested baggy pants, and the instructor said, you're too built to wear anything baggy. Out of impulse, I responded, I don't think I'm built. His response was, I was being a drama queen. But I don't blame him. He doesn't know that when I look in the mirror, I see a fat, disgusting slob. No matter how well built or how hard I work, I only see that fat kid. There's a reason why we have stories of ducklings turning into swans. Let's let our children have a chance to transform. Let's not shame them, but take care of them with a good diet and exercise and just see what nature holds. Let's build our precious children's foundations on solid ground. Please.